And there you are. <laughs> yes. Long time no talk to. I know. It's funny because it gives me that little music when I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. And it's actually still playing it right now. Okay, there it goes. <laughs> Comment ça va? Excellent. Et toi? Ça va très bien. I was about to try to answer in Spanish, and all my Spanish just went out the window, and I was like, nope. That's all right. That is okay. So, uh, welcome to Step Into Mondays. Um, I am Sandrine. Um, exciting news that I haven't shared yet with you. Well, I kind of did because you were the first one to receive the email, but we now have an email address. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't checked to see if we have anything that came in, but um, you are the first one to have had one. And so if you would like to just drop us a note, tell us how much you're enjoying hearing us Um talk about teaching languages or just being plain goofy like in one of our last episodes where we're talking about being in closets and whatnot um you can do so at step into mondays at gmail.com well you could also or yeah you, you have could also feedback. tell us if you have any topics you would like us to discuss and you know present our tremendous knowledge <laughs> <laughs> you know i always say I do have the doctorate, but um, I, all I can do is philosophize on everything. So I can spin away. Or what's the expression? I can, I don't know. I can talk about it. You know, I can split hairs about it all we want. I've got the degree to back there it up. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but, you know, your degree is in literature. So, you know, that's that's why you're able to do that. Apparently, if your degree is in education, you can't do that. I don't know. Well, yeah, mine is vastly superior to yours. We've always known that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Now, who was, who was whose mentor? Let's talk about that. No. Okay. All right, fine. If you insist, all that I know in my teaching, I have learned from two people. There you go. And one of them is oh, you. Thank you. And the other one. And the other one is Isabel Drevolo, Dr. Drevolo. Fabulousness. She started me on the wrong, on the right path, and then you scooped it up from there and kept there carrying it. So, how are you making it in all of this uh, uh, stay-at-home confinement? Uh, I have my ups and downs. Um, I have forced myself to take weekends off. Um, I force myself in the evenings to not do anything class related, no matter what. Um, so um, my way of stepping away from it has been to go into my backyard and pull out weeds and briars and basically cleaning it yeah, up. But then you, you wound up with all that poison that. ivy. So see, you got to be careful. Yeah, I don't know what I did. I still don't, I'm still not convinced that it's poison ivy, but it took over my whole body. So yeah, that didn't help. I've been on steroid and it's like, oh, fun. Doctor was like, that might make you a little bit loopy. I'm like, I told that to my family and all of them were looked at me and go, more? (laughs) 
and how that's different now. <laughs> that, that was their response. They were like, oh, we can't wait to see how more loopy you can possibly yeah. get. But um, the only thing I did that was loopy that I know of is I was trying to make coffee and I took my powder and stuck it directly into my cup. Okay. <laughs> and then looked at it and went that it's no. not going to work. I all of steps there. That's the only Unless thing I know that I've done. That loopy. So. Stuff. It's not, that's not going to work. No. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I'm French. I'm a snob when it comes to coffee. Yeah, I'm like sorry. I don't know that. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what are you doing to kind of ease off and well, keep your sanity? <laughs> I tell you, I have, um, you know, I've been trying to get out in the sunshine some and walk around my neighborhood. But one of those problems is that I have asthma and allergies. And so I'm outside walking for 30 to 45 minutes and I come back in and I can't breathe. And my head is just pounding. And I'm like, man, what am I going to do? So yesterday, my daughter was having a meltdown over um, some of her schoolwork, you know, this online stuff. And I thought, you know, we've got to take a break. We've got to do something. So I have a yoga DVD DVD in and the two of us did that and it was so relaxing and so calming and I just felt really good after we did it and I thought well that, that's good we should do that more often but honestly when I woke up this morning I felt better I just felt more yeah Ooh, I just felt good. more energized and I thought man I have got to make yoga part of my just regular routine so I've kind of challenged her uh, my daughter, that is, about the yoga and if we can keep up. They say it takes at least 21 days to make something a habit. So I'm like, all right, if we can do this for the next three weeks, what kind of reward do we want? And actually, she wants money because she will. <laughs> well, she wants... She's in high school, obviously. She, knows, she, um, <laughs> she will be 15 in June, and so she'll get her driver's permit. And um, so she's got to start thinking about, you know, buying a car and she gets some money from both sets of her grandparents. But my boys both had jobs the summer they turned 15 because they their boys are earlier in the year so they could lifeguard at our local pool. Well, she doesn't turn 15 until the middle of the summer. Right. The end of June, beginning of July. So right. She can't work. She's whole summer that they had. So they had extra money to put in to buy a car. So she's thinking, well, that could go in my car fund. So I was like, okay. So I think we're going to try to do that because the yoga just, I highly recommend that for just anybody who needs, it, it's so good because you're sitting so much now that just all the stress, mm -hmm. it just, it makes you feel so much better and so much more alive and the breathing, the deep breathing that you do. So it's really worked out well. So for, mm -hmm. for everybody to de-stress during all of this confinement, man, this quarantine, I strongly recommend that. So. And, you know, I tend to go to yoga, although I haven't done any in a while because I just do things. I do other things, but I should. Um, but there is one channel that I follow on YouTube and she's a yogi. And it's called Yoga okay. with Adrian. 
And I like it because she'll have like she has 30 day programs. And so you just follow it. And every day you have something else. And it's not so much about just getting into the position and powering through it, but more like the feeling it. And she teaches you a little bit more about it and how to have Mm -hmm. fun with it. And I enjoy that. Some days I'm like, okay, stop chatting and let's get (laughs) on with it. But, you know, we all have those days. Like right now, probably our listeners are like, okay, stop talking about yoga, talk about teaching. But, uh, (laughs) but um, I do enjoy that because there is a, a teaching element to it as well, where I feel more comfortable with getting into a yoga position and doing something and seeing the why of um, doing this or doing this position or something like that. So check okay. it out sometimes. She's pretty cool. Would. And she's, she's got a bunch of different ones because she's been doing it for years. So just a bunch of cool. ones. Cool. Well, um, yeah. So. What do you want to talk about today? I'm going to share with you how my Zoom class went yesterday because this was my third week and, you know, I think that, you know, it's getting better. Uh, So that, that was very encouraging. Um, I feel like I used more of the target language yesterday. So that was pretty exciting. Um, Yes. That's good. Yeah. Well, we are starting our new unit and this one is on family. So I will tell you about an epic fail. I, um, I tried to do a stop motion video with Google Slides and, mm-hmm. you know, f- for my family. And I really wanted it to be a stop motion video because I thought, well, I could use it with my synchronous Zoom class, but then I could also put it in my asynchronous class as, you know, kind of an intro. And I thought, I thought that, right. you know, things were going fairly well and it was animating and it was doing everything and then of course I mean it the one thing about the stop motion um, thing it's it's kind of tedious I mean you have to have a slide and then you have to move the person just slightly and then you have to do another slide move them slightly you know I mean so that to me that process okay so by stop motion when you mentioned that you messaged me earlier during the weekend about it I wasn't sure what you meant by that so is it kind of like um like cartoon yes. animation type yes. thing? So you may, Is that what it right. would fold so down to? Google Slides. And, and it's supposed to, it uh-huh. has the stop animation feature that will animate the slides for you. Like it, you move the, so if you slides okay. put one second per slide, it looks like it's, yeah, like it's an animated video. And so I thought, okay, that will be fine. Okay. And it was working at the beginning. But then I don't know, I, you know, I, it, like I said, it was very tedious. So I thought, Ugh, I need a break. So I'll work on the rest of it tomorrow. So I go back the next day and I don't know what happened, but I couldn't get it to animate. It, could, it wouldn't do that again. And I was like, what the heck? I was so frustrated. I'm not sure what I did. So I'm going to have to go back and, um, and try to figure that out because I do want to post that for my, um, my online asynchronous classes that I normally teach. Um, but for my synchronous class, I just went ahead with my regular Google slides. So we did, you know, the family. And of course I used my own family pictures, which my students love. It's always fun. (laughs) And we, um, you know, like I said, we used a lot of Spanish and I quizzed them on my family and different things like that. Um, and so, uh, you know, 
Google Slides, I'm sure everybody is is used is, have heard of and is used to it. So the stop motion is kind of cool. That's one of those new tech tools that you know you might want to explore if you're a pretty tech savvy person. Mm-hmm. Now, what we were talking about earlier at some point, I can't remember, is how do you figure out some of these things? I went to YouTube and said, you know, stop motion in Google Slides, and I found some great video tutorials. Um, Yes, yeah, so that's how I right. did that. But the fun thing, which, you know, you should be so proud because you're the one who introduced me to it is, and it worked really, really well, is I had all of my students go to AnswerPad. Oh, so you, you I've been thinking yeah. about using that one and I no, just kind my of students haven't. So we went, so after the presentation, we talked about, you know, some family and different things like that. So then they went to AnswerPad and I read them out a description of a family and they had to draw the family. Um, and, you know, with AnswerPad, you can change colors. So I gave them, um, I gave them details like, you know, the dad is tall and he has brown hair and green eyes. So they can actually make brown hair and green mm-hmm. eyes. Um uh, Yeah, and so there were six people in the family, and then they had two cats and a dog, and so it was really, really interesting, and they had a great time with it, Um, and so they would put up their, um, they put up their answers, like, "Uh uh-oh, you've only got one animal, and then one person, I was like, wait, I can't tell which ones are the dogs and cats and which ones are the people, (laughs) you know, so we all got to giggle, and she was like, hey, I'm not an artist. But then she's like, no, over here is this and over here is that. So they were explaining it all to me. And they really, really enjoyed AnswerPad. And it was a great. Okay. So you were able to do the interactive feature and give them the code. And then did you share your what you were yeah, seeing so they, on your desktop yeah, so they, with them back through? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's everybody. Let's tell let's tell our listeners what AnswerPad is because if somebody doesn't right, know, we'll that would be kind of confusing. Okay, so AnswerPad is a program that I the only thing I use on it is the drawing board, but it replaces whiteboards basically. And if you're using it in the classroom when you're all together, and apparently as Krista did when you're away. You connect from your main computer and it gives them a code. And on their phone, they have the app, but they can use it on a computer as well if they don't have a phone or they Mm -hmm. can use it on a tablet. And you send them the code, which links them to your little group, to your little bubble. And then you pick what type of activities you want. So I think there are some where you can build up some um, multiple choice and other Mm -hmm. things like that if you wanted. Or you pick the drawing which is the whiteboard, and then you tell them a question mm-hmm. and send it out. And they will draw or write on the board and submit it. And then on your screen, you can see everybody's response. So, yeah, I love that one because I did that with the monster in class where we were doing body parts. And it was like, oh, he has three heads and they're greens and, you know, he's wearing a blue shirt and all of that because they can change the colors so no that's fun i'm glad i was thinking about that one day recently and wondering if it would work at a distance so well, it's good and, you to know, know that I it does it with, i said okay guys we are trying a complete and total experiment here 
And so I said, I hope it. And so it did. Yeah. And so um, I asked them what they thought about it because, you know, this is college. I thought that and they were like, this is super fun. And so I asked them, I said, so if you were in a face to face class, would you still like to use AnswerPad or would you just rather draw it on your paper? And they were like, oh, no, AnswerPad's more fun because you can change the colors and all this kind of stuff. So um, as part of their homework for this week, they are going to write short descriptions of their own family. So next week in our live Zoom class, I'm going to read some of their descriptions and they're going to have to draw each other's families. Yeah. just just Oh, fun. You could have them to... You could have them work in uh, breakout groups where one reads the description to another one who draws yes. it and then they submit yeah, I it. I thought about doing that. Mm-hmm. At the same time, because then you don't have to read it and then they're all involved with it and they all get right. to use their description. Right. So, yeah. So I'm getting a little more daring with, uh, with all of that, but it went really well and they all really, really liked it. And they thought that it would be super fun. And, you know, it has, I'm thinking I'm going to be able to use it um, like when we do clothing. I mean, you could, you know, that, that would be a fun vocab check. It's like, okay, you know, like the, the girl is wearing a blue dress. And so they have to draw somebody wearing a blue dress while, you know, the guy is wearing, you know, I don't know, shorts and a green shirt or, you know, whatever. Um so I think that that would be, or you could even give them scenarios like draw a picture of what, um, what kind of clothing you would expect to see at the beach or at a wedding or at, you know, different events mm-hmm. and see what the, we'll see what they come up with. I think that, you know, that's, that would be a super fun, super fun thing to do. And do you know that they can import a oh, picture on no, there on the whiteboard? They can because I have had some doing it and I haven't been, I've Mm -hmm. been on the teacher end pretty much every time I've used it. I've never used it as a student, but I cannot remember what it was, but it's last semester. There was something I was asking them to draw and one of them got a little bit lazy and Googled the picture and uploaded it. And I thought it was hilarious because, I mean, it worked for what we were looking for. So that also can be included in it. It could be, you know, because... If they're in class and there is that activity we had talked about one time that you can do, right? If they're getting restless or if you're like, oh, we're needing a little bit of a brain break or something. And you can be like, you have 30 seconds, you know, pull up a picture of whatever. And then, you know, you can ask who has, um, because maybe you're looking for vocabulary, right? So who has a woman? Who has a dog? Who has a building? Who has this? And then they Mm kind of have to show and go with it. So that would be one way to do it with the remote learning because they can upload it to that and then you have it all together and well, you can actually see a session, it. Just you and me where like mm-hmm. I'm the teacher and you're the student and then flip flop it so, so that we can see what we each should. other is seeing, you know, what this, we can. Yeah, we should see 
see everything that can be done with yeah, it. Absolutely. Definitely. That'd so be I'm fun. Thinking, yeah, that would be, that would be good. So, yeah. So I was very daring yesterday with the, you know, the whole Google slide stop motion, the answer pad. And then I had seen these, this thing um, on teacher paid teachers paid teacher. And I had no idea what they were, but you know, they were having a big sale. And so I thought, well, I'll see what they've got, but I didn't mm-hmm. really find much, um, you know, that, this time sometimes I find some good stuff sometimes not so much but there was this thing called boom mm-hmm. cards have you heard of them I was like no yes, boom as in b-o-o-m that's so I went to okay. boom.com <laughs> boom it's boom learning okay and so well, it, it's very interesting okay. um so you kind of make these little worksheets or flashcards or different things and so you've set up, a, of course, you know, they've got all different levels of accounts, the free all the way up to the premium or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so some people sell their boom cards, you have to buy them. And then there are others that are free. And so they had some on verbs, A-R-E-R and I-R, regular verbs. I thought, okay, well, this is interesting. And, and so basically what I liked about it is that, I mean, it was working on, you know, verb conjugation, but it was in sentences. So it would be yo or whatever. And so, oh, yo voy that you had to pick that. Um, So, you, you know, but it was within a context so you could see it in a whole sentence. So I told my students, I said, I want to see what you all think about these boom cards because you know they they kind of take a while to make but it's kind of like anything else if you like if the students like them if they respond well you know why not and so someone said well you know it's kind of like a quizlet and there's a person who has already made uh, all sorts of quizlet card decks for our entire tech book that we use I was like wow okay but they said the thing mm. is that boom cards are more colorful. They're more attractive. So, you know, you might. Okay. So I kind of wondered how it yeah. related to so, Quizlet. But you can go in. I can actually send you. Um, I can send you the, the quick link and you can look at, look at it and see what, um, what they do, but they, they okay. kind of liked the boom cards and I thought, well, I might, and I said, well, do you want to, um, ha- would you like to, you know, have those assigned or do them in class or what? And they said that they felt like it would be a waste of time to do them in class. But, you know, maybe at home, uh, that would be something that would be a little more fun. And then, of course, you have some who are like, nah, we don't need to do that. You could put that as like extra credit. I thought, well, okay. But, you know, you've got this kind of thing. Right. So yeah. um, we did that. And then I was going to use a video off of Conjugamos. Um, Conjugamos has some really great videos for Spanish. Unfortunately, there's not any for any other um, languages yet, but they had some really good um, videos where they just interview native speakers about different topics. And so, yeah, and so there were some on family talking about, well, my brother is this, you know, is so, what, 16 years old and he likes to do this and that, you know, I mean, it was real, they're, and they're native speakers, they got them from Colombia, mm-hmm. Spain, I thought, oh, this would be fun, let's do one of these videos, and of course, you know, your best laid plans, the video wouldn't work yesterday, it's like, sorry, we're experiencing technical difficulties, I was like, but, you know, it's okay, so, because we had a good time, we actually spent more time on answer pad oh. than I had planned, so when that video didn't work, I was like, oh, 
we'll try that next week. So, um, yeah, so I feel like mm-hmm. you know, finally, I mean, it, it, it takes a while. Like we've been saying, we have to be patient with ourselves because this is the third week. And I finally feel like I'm, you know, kind of getting in a groove of how to how to handle mm-hmm. it and how to plan. Right. I mean, it, it it takes time because you have to see how long it takes them to get going. I know it's taking mine longer to get to the activities. Like this morning, because um, my second class is much smaller than my first one. And so we got through the first part a little bit faster. So I was like, okay, well, we're going to keep going, which really was actually coming back to Monday because Monday we didn't have mm-hmm. time to finish what we're going to do. But so I told them, I said, okay, you have the document. It's the ones from Monday. You know, there is this, here's what you're looking at. And I put them into their breakout groups and was like, okay, off you go. And then went to check to the breakout groups. And the first one was like, we can't find the document. We don't know where it is. And it's like, (laughs) oh, gee whiz, you know. Um, The other group, I had one who had the document, so she had shared with them. By the time I got around to checking on them, they were done with the activity. They were like, yeah, we're done. Um, Because they actually popped back out of the breakout room. And I was like, oh, what happened? Did I close the rooms or what? And they go, no, we were done. We just weren't sure what we're supposed to do now. So we just came back out. And I'm like, okay. So, you know, so it's definitely you've got to have everything right there and it gets confusing a little bit faster and it takes a little bit longer for them to get going to kind of see what's happening. But yeah, finding that groove and um, I'll, I know mine have enjoyed AnswerPad and they've asked for it again because I would do it in class a lot. So I need to bring it yeah. back up. That's a, that's yes, a good so one. I'm was, glad you were daring. Very exciting. <laughs> And I'm thinking about using Plickers. I might try yeah, Plickers, see, see how it works. How, how that works in an online environment. See, guys, you can just tune in to us, and we're going to experiment mm-hmm. with our poor guinea pig of a student, and we'll tell you whether these things work or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Plickers, for anybody who doesn't know what it is, I love it because it blows it really students' does. minds. So Plickers. I mean, it's so basic in a way, but it's, I mean, and my, my reaction was the same. So I completely, I'm right there with them, but um, it deals with QR codes and you give each student a card that has a QR code on it and it is their own QR code and it has to be printed out um, because each side, depending which way they turn it, it gives them a different answer. It can be A, B, C, or D. So that's one case where you would have to rely on the, mm-hmm. on the multiple choice. And you put a question that everybody can see on the screen. And um, then they all um, put their, their QR code where you can see it. And on your phone, then you pull out your phone because you have the app. And it allows you to scan all of their answers. And as you scan it, it analyzes the answers and then it tells you. So you can see for each student as you're scanning whether their answer was right or wrong. So you can see it right there on the screen. And then you can show them um, what the correct answer was and how many picked what answer. And it Mm -hmm. does not show any of their names. That's for you. 
And once you finished with the question, so the free account allows you five questions per uh, set, but I think it's an unlimited amount of sets because I have hundreds of them. Um, and then later on, because you have them recorded, you can go back through and it tells you what the score for each was. So I use that as quick mm-hmm. little quizzes and quiz grades because then I can like, afterwards and it's like, oh, well, on this, you know, Jane had did very well, had 80, but Joe had struggled a little bit more, had a 50, but that's very, very small part of their grade. Yeah, so, um, yeah. yeah I might try see if I can work it because with uh, yeah we'll have to cool, see cool. I'll try I'll let so, you know yeah, so I think you know that that's kind of the big takeaway from um, from today is that you know it gets better <laughs> you just have to take practice you have to take risks um, you know the technology that you know mm-hmm. you can check out answer pad boom cards um clickers and uh the stop motion aspect of google slides if you're interested in animation or even if you want your students to make some kind of little animation so um those are kind of i think the important takeaways for today yeah um mm-hmm. i think technology is our friend Technology can be frustrating, but it's our friend. Um, we just need to be careful not to go too gun ho on it. Um, then finding the people who know how mm-hmm. to use it to ask them about it. And then all of them tend to have tutorials. Or like you said, YouTube is full of people with tutorials that you can go and check yes. out and learn more about it. So it's a good way to discover a little bit more and see whether it's the tool for you or not. Because some of them, like Pear Deck, a lot of people talk about Pear Deck and I still don't understand it. But from what I've seen, I don't think it's something that fits what I do with my classes. And I could be completely wrong and somebody enlightened me in that case. Um, But, you know, then you come across other things and you're like, oh, this is great. Like, I, I want to bring back deck toys. But deck toys, I think it's something that the students can do on their own time, not synchronously, but as an well, asynchronous maybe next time activity. Talk about deck toys, that would be cool. Mm, that would be fun. That could be fun. So, yeah, I don't know if you have anything else. I'm That's so. all I have I'm for today. I'm excited about um, our emails, step into Mondays at gmail.com. Um, we'd love to hear from y'all. Uh, if you have anything you want to talk about, any comments, criticisms, try to be nice. <laughs> Constructive criticism. Feedback is great, but feedback is there to get us closer to our goal, there you go. not to destroy exactly. us. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but that's, uh, that's, I think that's about it for the day. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you, Krista, for sharing the great trade of genius that you had with Enterpad. And I'll check out the boom cards. And uh, à bientôt.